Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. It's Sunday morning, April 18th. I hope you'll have, I hope you had a great night's rest and I hope you'll have a great day today worshiping the Lord as the people of God as we do. Thanks for being with me and I want to thank everybody. It's so encouraging to see people come on and, and post their good morning greetings in the chat. And so I'm so glad you're here. If you do join us, I always like to see your name, uh, have you say hello, or leave a comment below. So subscribe and um, hit the notify button and make sure you leave a comment below. I'd always love to hear from you. Um, I've been reading uh, yesterday and today and the next couple of days, I'm going to read stories from my book, Taken to Their Turf. And it's kind of actually a very busy time for me these next couple of days. I got some very important meetings the next two days, so my mind's kind of on that, and this helps me. And I've been so encouraged rereading some of the book I wrote. And uh, I don't know about you, but I've written a couple of books, and and they I work so hard to put them together, and it's easy once they're done to just move on to the next project. And so, when rereading them, can be so encouraging. Let me read a book today. This uh, a story today. This is Sunday, and we always like to pray for our churches, and so this story is called Teamwork. And it's about the importance of how we need to work together, okay? And I'm going to, this is going to be a story of a teamwork of someone I've never met, but it's a, it's a really cool story. You ready? Here we go. Jules is one of the smartest people I've ever met. His mind works on a whole different level than mine. Both of his parents are professors at a prestigious university. I'm sure both genes and upbringing contributed to his intelligence and independent thinking. He also did not believe in God. As such, he was delighted any time I came to Ohio State where he could enjoy a day on the Oval while challenging my faith in God, my faith in God and his word. I might add, Jules, he, it's an interesting fella. He, you know, he'd usually just be wearing a sh- shorts, long hair, skateboard, but like I said, he was probably one of the smartest people I've ever met. He didn't look like a nerd or student. He looked like a surfer, but he, um, he just broke certain stereotypes. Anyway, Jules would listen and process what I had to say. He even agreed with my rejection of evolution, claiming that as a computer scientist, he figured out long ago that when you mess up the code, you don't produce a better program. You kill it. He knew DNA was a code. And it didn't make sense to believe mistakes in the code, i.e. mutations, would make the offspring better. Through the years, Jules and I developed a friendship. Believe it or not, I appreciate when people challenge me and challenge my beliefs and make me have to think. Jules did that with me. I think he also appreciated me for the way I stood up for what I believe. One day, A Hare Krishna fellow was talking individual to people who were trying to listen to me as I preached on campus. He and Jules got into a lengthy discussion. After I concluded my day and was preparing to head home, Jules good-naturedly chided me. Tom, the Hare Krishna guy invited me to his house for dinner. You Christians have never done that. I took it as a challenge. We compared schedules, and I invited him to my house for dinner the following week when I would be back at OSU. He took took me up on my offer. The next week, when he got in my car and we drove off campus, we didn't go directly to my house. Instead, we stopped by the nicest meat market in town. 
I pointed to all the stakes on display and told Jules, I know the Hare Krishna guy didn't give you a steak. They just give you vegetables. Tonight, you're eating at my house. Pick out any steak you want, and that's what we'll have for dinner. He was pleasantly surprised by my generosity, and I think he tried to test me by picking out the, some of the most expensive steaks that were on display. We went to my house, grilled the steaks to near perfection, and he enjoyed the company of me, my wife, a couple of my kids, and our dog until midnight. The love and warmth of our family had a profound impact on him. He didn't want to leave. After that evening, Jules' heart was much more open to Christ, but he still wasn't ready to commit. Being an intellectual and being raised in such an intellectual environment, he told me he needed to talk with a true intellectual who, who believed in Christ. And, and of course, I, I don't fit that bill. But anyway, he needed to talk to a true intellectual who believed in Christ. After all, true conversion must touch both the heart, the inner most part of our being, and the mind, our understanding. His heart having been prepared, the opportunity to meet the intellectual need was soon to come. That summer, just a few weeks later, Jules had a summer internship with Dr. Fritz Schaefer of the University of Georgia. Dr. Schaefer, a computational and theoretical chemist, is one of the most highly cited scientists in the world. He is also well-known in the Christian world for his thoughtful defense of the faith. Believe it or not, Dr. Schaefer mentored Jules' dad when Jules' dad got his Ph.D. at the University of California, Berkeley. And Dr. Schaefer had prayed for Jules' dad to come to Christ. Instead, God chose to use Dr. Schaefer as the last witness the son, Jules, needed before he surrendered to Jesus. Learning that summer, excuse me, interning that summer, gave the young man the opportunity to observe up close an older, seasoned, godly man who had an incredible intellect and a saving faith in Jesus Christ. Leading a person to Christ is seldom a work of only one person. God has used me many times to be the initial catalyst to get a person thinking about God, and then he used someone else to lead that person in the prayer of salvation. Likewise, almost every time I've had the privilege of leading a person in a prayer of salvation, I realized that God was already working to reach that person through others long before I came on the scene. We work as a team, one sows, one waters, and one reaps. It's been claimed that there is no limit to what we can accomplish as long as we don't care who gets the credit. That's true teamwork. The one who really gets the credit and glory will be Jesus. I hope you enjoy that story. You know, there's a little um, subscript to that or a little addition to that. I was preaching out at, at uh, University of California, San Diego, a few years later. And lo and behold, who came walking down the sidewalk but Jules? Turns out after he graduated Ohio State, he went on, got his Ph.D. at the University of California, Irvine. And from there, he was, uh, he, he was working at some company in, in um, San Diego and just happened to be on campus that day doing research uh, several years later and saw me on campus. And it was just like old times. So what an interesting, interesting world this can be. Jules, if you're listening to this, God bless you. I hope you're remaining strong in the Lord 
and I hope you continue to follow him and uh, faithfully. But the point is, we need teamwork. You know, we we often, you know, we, we're often, you know, whenever you evangelize, people often ask, well, did he get saved? I've discovered more and more that salvation with many people is a process. It takes time. It's just like Jesus said, you're born again. Well, you know, you don't conceive and then give birth the next minute. Just like in salvation, there's a period of, uh, or excuse me, in birth, there's this period of, of, uh, of um, pregnancy. I found that God leads many people through questioning, thinking, conviction, um, thinking more, humbling them, and finally the place where they surrender and come to faith in Jesus Christ. Don't ever think you've got to hit a home run every time you step to the plate. Lots of times in our evangelism, we're only hitting a single, and then sometimes, it's just like a baseball team, it's the guy behind us who hits the single, hits the double, and we end up scoring because the team worked together. It wasn't just an individual, it was the team. And you might have different gifts. You might be skilled verbally. You might be, have, you might be an evangelist, a persuader who can lead someone to Christ. Maybe you're just someone who your life in your light shines and they know you're a believer and you give praise to God. You're not great at sharing the gospel, but you're, you, you win them over by your love, your mercy, your good works, your kindness, whatever it may be. We work together. And when we work together, we, we become powerful. We become powerful. We become irresistible, do we not? So today I want to encourage you to do your part. Don't, don't ever get discouraged with what if your part is different than someone else's. You have a gift. You have abilities. Serve the Lord. Be part of the team. Love other people, whether it's verbally, your actions, all the above, whatever it is. Be part of a team, and let's be leading people to Christ. Amen? Father in heaven, thank you so much for the body of Christ. Thank you that this job of leading others to Christ, it's, it's rarely a one-person job. Lord, I even think in our own family with Roz and I, it, it, it was you, you not only used us, but you used others in our family, or you used others outside of our family to influence our children as they came to Christ. I want to thank you, Father, that you are, you're the master coach. You put the team together just perfectly. You, you put us in the right positions. You call the right plays. You, you see the end from the beginning. You direct people's steps. I thank you, Lord, for how you sovereignly work to bring people in contact, to bring the lost in contact with the right people, to bring your servants into contact with the, with the right uh, people that, you're, that are going to come to Christ. Lord, I just thank you for your sovereign hand. You're so wise. You're so thoughtful. You're so involved. We thank you, Father, that evangelism and sharing the gospel, it's, it's not just our idea, it's your idea. It's your idea. You said, go and tell the world. Go and preach the world. Let your light shine. You, you, you're the one who gave us this calling and this vision and this commission. We thank you that, Jesus, you modeled this for us. And we thank you, uh, we, we thank you Father, that you're working, that you're ahead of us. Lord, when we, whenever we go, wherever we go, you bring the right people into our path. And we're grateful for this. Help us to have our antenna up, our spiritual antenna to be alert, ready for opportunities to be sharing your good news with those who are in need. Lord, the world is so needy, and we believe you've given us the answer. And we believe people, we believe people see that, 
And we pray, Father, that you'd help us to faithfully be advancing your gospel today. Give us courage, boldness, and wisdom, and love, and faith. We pray today for our churches, Lord. We pray as we're in church, there'd be places of great worship, celebration, praise, learning, growth, fellowship, love, healing, salvation. Work in our churches. Lord, the church is the pillar and support of the truth. We think also of how you say you seek worshipers. I pray today in our churches we'd be worshiping you in spirit and in truth. We bless you today. We thank you with all of our heart. Thank you for this team of people who join me in prayer day in and day out. Lord, be changing and transforming us, encouraging us, inspiring us, lifting us up in the name of Jesus. We ask, we bless you today with all of our heart, and we pray these things and give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Okay, so God bless you today. I hope you enjoyed that story. I hope it inspires you. If you haven't gotten a copy of my book and haven't read it yet, taken it to their turf, just go on my website, tomthepreacher.com, request it, mail, mail us and request a copy. If you're able to leave a donation, we always send a uh, copy to any first-time donors, so we'd, uh, but that, that wouldn't be required. I, we just like to get this book out, and I've got plenty left. Uh, it's been read by many thousands of people, but I'm, I just want to get it out in the hands of others to inspire, encourage you, motivate you to make a difference for Christ, okay? So you have a great day today. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 8.30. Again, the next couple of days, I'm going to read another story as well. And uh, uh, like I said, Monday and Tuesday, I've got some very important meetings that last all day long. I'm sure they're going to be kind of mind exhausting. And so um, we'll be uh, making it. That, that'll be tomorrow morning. And you pray for me if you like as well. God bless you. You have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.